a reading from the book of Sirach. In those days, like a fire, there appeared the prophet Elijah, whose words were as a flaming furnace. Their staff of bread he shattered. In his zeal, he reduced them to straits. By the Lord's word, he shut up the heavens and three times brought down fire. How awesome are you, Elijah, in your wondrous deeds, whose glory is equal to yours. You were taken aloft in a whirlwind of fire, in a chariot with fiery horses. You were destined, it is written, in time to come to put an end to wrath before the day of the Lord to turn back the hearts of fathers towards their sons and to reestablish the tribes of Jacob. Blessed is he who shall have seen you and who falls asleep in your friendship. The word of the Lord. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken. From your throne upon the cherubim, shine forth. Rouse your power. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us show your faith. Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see, take care of this vine and protect what your right hand has planted, the son of man whom you yourself made strong. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. May your help be with the man of your right hand with the son of man whom you yourself made strong. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life and we will call upon your name. Lord, let us see your face and we shall be saved.
Dominus Vobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Mateum. As they were coming down from the mountain, the disciples asked Jesus, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He said in reply, Elijah will indeed come and restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they pleased. So also will the Son of Man suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them of John the Baptist. Verbum Domini, At the time of Jesus, while he was here on earth, the Hebrew people had an understanding or just a conception of how the Messiah would come. First, they thought that there would be messengers, someone like Elijah or Elijah would, would reappear, and he would come with retaliation, condemnation to fix the world. But as we see, that did not happen. Now we have a messenger, a forerunner, named John the Baptist. And John the Baptist comes preaching a message of repentance. And then Jesus, the Messiah, comes, not with worldly power, but with the power of love. He comes to seek and to save the lost. And the sad thing about all of this here is that as Jesus is pointing out, some people missed the message. And so in our own lives, you know, God, he speaks to us in many different ways. You know, he he reveals his goodness to us in so many forms. And we need to be careful that we don't miss the message. So here, as Jesus is pointing out, you know, we, we know that these people, that the Hebrew people had, had a, a certain conception of what, the, what, it, what Elijah would be like in coming, what um, what John the, what, what the 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 forerunner would be, you know that he he'd be with with worldly power. Now, when you look back to Elijah in the scriptures, as we see here in Sirach, you know Elijah, you know he he defeated the prophets of Baal. You know he comes and you know comes with fire, 
You know, we see, often see that associated with him, with fire and, and miracles. You know, that, that was a mission for a particular time. And the Jews' misconception was that this would, would consume the entire world. You know, that there, there, would, there would just be this, this, this vengeance, and then that the people of Israel would be raised up and would rule the world. But that is now not how it is. You know, yes, the, the people of Israel were, were God's chosen people, but the Messiah, and the, with the coming of the Messiah, Jesus calls all people to himself. He says, here he is, here he comes to call everybody. He's going out in compassion. He's touching sinners. You know, he's preaching a message of, of, of repentance, forgiving sins. You know, do, healing people, giving people hope. And this was something very necessary. But because, because people were so fixed on a certain idealism of what, the, of, of what the, the, the forerunner should be or who the Messiah should be, that they did not see Jesus. They could not recognize his works. The reason why? is because they were just stuck in their own ways. There was no openness there. And of course, a, a good example of this, you know, we look at the, at, at the lives of the saints, and I always, I always point to St. Francis, you know, so holy because we are Franciscans. It's our way of life. We, uh, we follow his, his means of living, of, of uh, living out the gospel, loving the Lord. And St. Francis, you know, he... He, all he wanted to do was to see like Jesus saw and to love like Jesus. And in doing that, he, first of all, you know, he had this, this conception or this view of, of, of the way society should be. You know, he, of course, he grew up in that. And, you know, there was the, there was the, the, there was the, the very rich and the very poor, you know, and he would, he, 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 in his time, he would look down on those who were set apart, especially the lepers, you know, those who were not part of high society. And so he was, he was in fear of them. And it wasn't until one day after he had this, this coming back to God and this sort of uh, conversion that he realized that the leper is a child of God. One day he was on his way, walking, you know, and he sees a leper. He's, he's, he's with him face to face. And so he, there he is. He, he receives the leper. He gives the leper a kiss, and the leper turns out to be Jesus. And so this humbles him. And then we see as from, from then on, you know, he's able to see the good in everything. You know, especially in all of creation, all of people. You know, we sometimes in, in the church, you know, yeah, you know, there are a lot of problems in the world, you know, many issues. And these problems, these issues were there when Jesus was around. I mean, maybe they're in different forms, they look a little different, but really the root there is sin, the seven capital sins. And Jesus confronts this, of course, yeah, he's preaching truth. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. But he's doing it in, with compassion. 
says we, we need to remember that, that Jesus, he goes out seeking and saving the lost, but in doing that, he's relieving pain. He's giving people hope. Because imagine, you know, many people who were lost in sin. You know, those who were set, set apart or ostracized because they were not a, a, a certain class of people. You know, they're like the Gentiles, for instance, women and children. Jesus goes to them. Jesus elevates them, brings out the good in them. And another example of this is that like this past week, we celebrated the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. You know, and at that particular time, uh, in, in Mexico and in different parts of the world, Latin America, the native people were seen, uh, were, were, were seen as, first of all, not human by many. You know, they were see, seen as a lower class. But yet, we see the Blessed Virgin who calls one of the natives, St. Juan Diego. And he at first is, is feeling unworthy of this. No, why don't you send somebody else? Why don't you send a priest, a bishop, you know, somebody who's learned? No, why me? But she chooses him. See, and there's so much goodness in this humble little man because he's pure. He does what she says. No, he, he goes to the bishop, you know, says the, what, what, the, what the Blessed Mother wants, you know, and... And there, there, there he is there. She, she's able to see the good in these people. And so the same, the same with us. You know, we, we can look at all these issues in the world and all the peoples who, who are causing the problems in the world. But if we see like with what the Hebrew people were seeing back at the, at the, in the, at, at the day of Jesus, just seeing a sinner, just seeing somebody who's impure or unclean, then, you know, that pushes people away. That causes distance. But it begins by seeing the good in them. There is good in them. No, and starting with that. And there is another story in the life of St. Francis where, you know, there was a, a priest who was living an unfaithful life. You know, he wasn't being, up, he wasn't living his promises, his vows. No, he was, uh, he was an, an adulterer. And so the, 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 the people, they all pointed fingers at him and judged and condemned him. And then one day they decided to bring this holy little saint, St. Francis, to him, to this person, this priest. And they thought that Francis would immediately scold him. So Francis, he goes to the door of this priest. The priest opens the door, and to everybody's surprise, Francis receives him, kisses his hands, because he's a priest. Yes, he's living in sin. He kisses his hands, and immediately, the priest falls to his feet and repents. See, Francis still saw that he was a priest, that there was, there was something good in him, and that's a, that's a starting point there. And so here, we ourselves, you know, in, in our own evangelization, our own outreach to people, you know, a good thing to do is to start by seeing
the good in people, building off of that. Now we are all called to, to, to bring God's love, to evangelize in one form or the other. Yeah, there are those who are maybe gifted with speech and uh, articulate with words, you know, who have knowledge, but everybody's called to live the gospel first and foremost, you know, to do acts of love and charity, to give people a chance. And that's what, what we see Jesus doing. He gives people a chance, an opportunity to repent. He listens to them. He sees their struggle. He sees that they're stuck in sin. He comes to break the chains of sin, to set the prisoners free, the prisons of sin and death, where people are caught. And he brings release to the captives. See, but he's, he goes to them. He's open to them. Just like what we see with, with, uh, with Matthew, the tax collector. People were, were dismissing him. He's a traitor. He's a sinner. Jesus gives him a chance. He becomes a disciple. Writes the gospel. Because the Lord heard him. The Lord received him. See, so may, may, may looking at Jesus help us in his outreach, his love to others. Now help us in our own evangelization through acts of love. And this is a good, good time to prepare in this way. You know, to look at, at Jesus who humbles himself. You know, as we approach Christmas time, he humbles himself, becomes human. You know, lays himself out for us. You know, lives a human life so that he can reach us. So that he can, so that we can, we can, he can relate to us. We can relate to him. And so with the help of God, may we, we always strive to see with the eyes of the Lord Jesus, to love as he loves, so that we may bring those who are separated from the church back to God's love. God bless you all.